Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. the uh, earlier part of the grum we uh we got a nice package in the mail from the folks at 1890 mm. we've got jerky nice and we will be soon delivered a package of pipeline jerky and we're going to settle the jerky wars on the grum we're going to do a blind taste test and find out which one we like best speaking of jerks Steve Sipple joins us from Husker. Oh, <laughs> that was rough. God, God. I was going to welcome you back from the pod. That's uh, all right. It's all right. Yeah, I'm not going to now. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, Do you want to say I anything mean, nice about days. me, Sipple? <laughs> What's that now? I said, do you want to say anything nice about me? Josh is always friendly, and he reads my articles, which I really appreciate. What? Yeah. I don't read your articles? I read your articles. You do, too. You guys are really good about it. Do me now, Sip. Oh, jeez. Uh, Sorry. (laughs) This is fishing for compliments. Yeah, I don't like this. Everyone else gets one. (laughs) Speaking of your writing, Sipple, you went to another basketball game on Sunday. I can tell that's when Nebraska's really good, is you keep going to these things and writing about the team. Well, it's a sign. I have to do it. See, what we're doing, I, I have to write a quick gamer. I don't know if people care about stuff like this, but it's February, so there's a dearth of topics, so we might as well talk about it. I no, it's, We decided that we want to have a game or game story up right as the you know, final gun sounds. And Robin Washington, oh, he, I mean, he's got so many duties. He's got to go on camera, and he's, he has to handle yeah. the press conference. It's hard for him to 
to get that story up and then go do all that stuff. It's got to be published. It's sort of a process. So for home games, I'm doing it. You know, I'm back to I kind of like I feel like a beat writer again. It's kind of fun. Yeah. When's the last time? When's the last time you were a regular gamer writer? Oh, a long time. Yeah. Just still in duty here and there over the years, but not. Yeah, but this is. I'm, I'm in fact, I'm going to Minneapolis and. And if they go to the, well, when they go to the NCAA tournament, I'm going there. So, yeah, I like it. And, and Josh, you're right, though. I mean, the fact that they're, you know, they're good. Um, if they weren't good, I probably weren't, I wouldn't be doing this. Yeah. But, oh, can you but imagine how surly Sipple would be? Is you could sit, I mean, I feel like I'm getting defensive. I don't have to be. But the, <laughs> they, when they're good, the traffic increases on the website. So you do more. And that's kind of the way it works. Hey, Sip, you wrote um, in the in the gamer after the the one on Sunday. You wrote that Fred's program has come a long way in more ways than one, and that just got me thinking of how has this happened? Because I am someone that did not think that he could turn this around, and I said as much for the last couple of years on the radio. Why has he been able to do this? How has he been able to do this? And and is the easy answer just moving on from Matt Abdelmassi? Because that really is this nice, neat dividing line in the in the good and the bad, I guess, of the Fred Hoiberg era at Nebraska. It was critical. It was critical to get rid of Matt Matt Abdelmassi. There's no doubt about that. His he was the GM. He put together the rosters and never apologized for being critical of those rosters. All you have to do is look back at the record. I mean, it's the record's the record. It was it was awful. So, I, I mean that that's part of it. They you know hired Adam Barnes. He you know ostensibly handles the defense, and they're I'm a very good defensive team. But I think Josh is it's getting rid of Abdul Masi and changing philosophy on roster construction. And this one was put together. Well, I mean, I I don't want to say it was luck. I want to give them more credit than that. But you see the type of guys they got, not only play just as players, but as teammates. I mean, and it looks it looks like this roster was put together with purpose. It looks to me now the way I I don't know Fred has never said this, but the way I always as it came together, what I would always think was, okay, they put shooters around Casey. This is going to be great for Casey Tominaga. His teams will, they still put a, you know, they still hound him. But it will be harder for teams to defend Casey, defend Nebraska in general, because now they have four, five, six shooters, good ones, that can hurt you. You notice that Nebraska can have two of its rotational players, seven or eight rotational players, not have a good game and still win, and sometimes still win easily. And that's a that's a good sign. That's a great sign. Forget what this means for a moment with the near future. What does this uh-huh. basketball season mean beyond this year? Could this be a jumping a off point? It means a lot because they're only going to lose Josiah Alex. Casey and Boogie Coleman. And Boogie Coleman's out of the rotation. Yep. So, in effect, all they're going to lose is Alec and Casey. Now, that's not small. But those are significant losses, both of them. But if you, when you look at what they have coming back, I mean, come on, they're going to be good next year. I mean, I don't have to go through all the guys. 
but that core group, Brink Mast and Bryce Williams, Wilcher, um, guy even you know, so a guy like Sam Hoiberg, um, it's it's gonna be they'll be legit. And you know, they're adding a the best, you know, a great high school player from Wisconsin. And we'll see what Fred does in the transfer portal, which opens, you know, day after selection Sunday. Yeah, so yeah, no, I I think I think Fred's in good shape. This could get I think it's gonna get really exciting this year, but I don't think it's gonna be one of those things where it gets really exciting and then just hits a wall, you know. There's a lot coming back. Sip, um, I've asked a couple of people about the idea of them playing in Omaha, which seems to be very realistic when you read a lot of the bracketologists, especially if they're at that, you know, 10 seed line and and Kansas is on the two seed line. Am I wrong, though, in thinking, and this is the theory that I want to pose to you, that it might be a slight net negative to play in Omaha just because of, like, the pressure? Like, I've said this story a million times, so I apologize to those who have heard it, but my dad's told me a bunch about that first College World Series. And watching the yeah. team come out onto the field at Rosenblatt and how he was just like, I could tell the moment was huge. Like, I worry about something like that. Am I, am I off my rocker in, in bringing this up? Or should people say, of course you play in Omaha. Who cares? Like, that would be, be a great advantage. No, you're not off your rocker. I think you can overthink things like that. It no, you're not off your rocker at all. It would have to be handled well by the coaching staff. The thing that I think I'm sure what people have brought up when you've posed that, question is they're they're better it's a better team they're they're older players they don't seem to be easily shook um in fact when they've struggled it wasn't it wasn't because you look at it and said ah they're young guys are just not reacting well wasn't really that um so no they're it's an older team veteran players key players are veterans i was just they'll handle it. It's a little different than the College World Series, Josh, because College World Series, I mean, how many people are we talking about in a baseball? It's just a bigger... Yeah, it was like 25,000 or whatever. Yeah, sheer amount of people. At the end of the day, you're still in an enclosed basketball venue, um, and they've been playing in front of, you know, monster crowds at home all season. So, now I, I think it's possible you're overthinking it, but it would be a major moment. But, man, you tell me, come on, you, Bryce Williams is stoic. Rink is like a 35-year-old, right? Doesn't even remind, He seems like a 35-year-old man. Um, Hoiberg's not going to get shook. Casey doesn't. He'll love it. I mean, Casey would embrace it. I, don't, I can't think of any player that, that I would look at and go, Ooh, I don't know if he can handle that moment. Steve Simple joining us from HuskerOnline.com. Do you think Fred needs to parlay this into getting some of that original contract back? Will he even need to ask, you think? You think Trev's already working on something after this season? Yeah, I, I don't. I imagine. I doubt Fred's that worried about it. The one thing that's really impressive about Fred, I don't think he worries about stuff like that too much. And he, you notice he's the same guy. It's really impressive. I mean, Fred, when he was losing, Handled it with a lot of class. He handles winning with a lot of class. I think it falls under that category. If anything's done, I don't think it'll be Fred. You know, I don't think Fred would be overt about anything like that. And let's face it, if they do what we think, which is get to the NCAA tournament and probably win, I mean, I think that I think they're look. They got a great chance to win. Then yeah, he definitely deserve, He definitely deserves more money. Josh, I've been critical of him too. Yeah, but I mean, 
look what he's done now. It's turned. Yeah. They're they're good. I mean, that's a good team. So, and it looks like it's going to be good in the future. So, yeah, he deserves that. He definitely de- deserves more money if he wants it. Sip, is there a lesson to be learned from this? What's that? What was that? I was, I was just wondering if there's a lesson to be learned. Like, he brought back Frost, um, and in the end, the buyout, it didn't go down. They ended up having to pay it because of when he fired him. He brought back Fred, and that that decision seems to be paying off handsomely. And obviously, if, if you're someone who is like, look, if he fired Frost, he can't get ruled, and then I'll hear that argument too. But, like, is there a lesson, or is this just a, a very unique circumstance that maybe other programs can't look and try to replicate if they have a coach that's struggling? I'd go more for unique circumstance than lesson. I think Fred would be, would have been in trouble with a, a season like last season where there were 500 and didn't didn't even make the NIT. He would have been in trouble, right? I mean, rightfully so. The, 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 it, at the end of the day, we're still talking about a bottom-line business. Fred gets – I think Fred, he would have gotten in that scenario more slack than most people because his likability factors through the roof good. He's a, you know, people in the community really like him. Probably like McDermott. If McDermott had some bad seasons, there'd be a lot of grace for McDermott for the same, for similar reasons that there, there has been a lot, there has been a lot of grace for Fred. I mean, the, the record was awful through three years. I mean, perplexingly awful. It's, it was horrible. Yeah. I mean, kind of a joke, right? And but there was never a lot of it. Never got really loud here, and a lot of it is because Fred, the, the likability factor, is through the roof. Good with Fred, he's he you know people like him. Um, he doesn't seek it out. He's you know he's not that. It's not like he doesn't try. He's just a, just a likable guy. He's the same guy all the time. We were talking about this earlier, Sip, but. With all the changes that have happened, uh, that are happening, you've added four more teams. The schedules are different. We don't have divisions. The the format of the playoff is different. All the portal moves. That this could shape up to be a really exciting year of Big Ten football because while there are known things, like we always know Ohio State's going to be good. Um, we always yeah. know that you know Northwestern will overachieve somehow. <laughs> but there's a, so many different X factors this year, that this could end up being a really exciting year of Big Ten football. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, think about it. Like Ohio State playing USC. I mean, just that. I mean, just when you look, start looking across the board at the matchups that are going to come. I mean, Nebraska going to USC. I mean, I mean, it had, you know, it's everywhere. I mean, fully ensconce myself in the whole thing but yeah i mean it's gonna be super exciting what is you know what i mean I, yeah i think that right now you pick ohio state to win the big 10 the oregon's right there right mm-hmm. or coming in in full force i mean oregon's a loaded up program right now that'll be interesting and then how far does washington fall how far does michigan yep. fall how far does michigan fall is a, is a really interesting question they're falling Yes. Not, I mean, their schedule's really difficult, and coaching matters. And they had, yeah. they had one of the, I don't know, I'd say one of the four best football coaches in the world this year, um, NFL or college. So that matters. You know, they're going to lose their quarterback. That matters. Well, just look, you guys, I'm sure you've covered how many players Michigan 
will lose. It's a stunning amount of talent. So, yeah, it's 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 going to be really interesting. Even interesting at the bottom. You know how's how's Purdue going to be? I mean, is Purdue staring at like a one and eight, two and seven type season? Where is Minnesota right now? What what is that? What's what? Where's what? Oh yeah. But here's the deal. It's always interesting. It's just going to be a little more interesting than usual. Sip, how long does it take for us to figure out what a good year is in the Big Ten Conference, given no divisions and so, like, no artificial goal to, like, kind of start things with and where, you know, like, how long do you think it takes? It's not going to be, like, a one-year thing, I I can't imagine. That's a good question. It's a really good question. And it's – I haven't – again, I haven't really contemplated it to any large degree. So I, I wish I could give you a better answer. I know I've, I've thought about, you know, a Nebraska finishing in the middle of the pack in like, like eighth or ninth, you know, what's, I think it would just seem pretty blah, you know, um, the division was kind of a nice little thing, wasn't it? Yes. You could win that division. And that was something. And in fact, think about Nebraska this year. I was sitting there in the Wisconsin press box. Well, it was in November, right? It was in November. Was it early November? Nebraska played Wisconsin, or even mid-November. Mid-November, yeah. Had, yeah, Nebraska had a chance to win the division. You know, yep. on that day before Iowa, before the Iowa result. So you're sitting there in November, and Nebraska has a chance to win the Big Ten. <laughs> I mean, they did. They had a chance to win the Big Ten. As you, as you, as I sat in the press box before. You know, it was hours before that game, before all the results were in. But, yeah, now, it's, I think it's, how's that going to look now? But is that going to be the case? You know, I don't know. So, yeah, you had that kind of comfort of a manageable division that's gone. Steve Sipple of Husker Online. So, are you, have you been ensconced in the jerky wars? I know you're. I'm, I'm barely aware of what you're talking about. Wow. We talked about it today on our show. And I was barely, I'm still barely aware. I, I don't know. Maybe I need to spend more time on Twitter. No, um, don't say that. No one should ever say that. I mean, I don't spend that much time on Twitter, and it just kind of, it just kind of, just popped up. It just happened to be there as I was. Sip, I'm you, man. I barely know what's going on. John had to explain it to me. I felt like the old to John's young. It doesn't feel like a war to me. It doesn't. Oh, hold on, dog. Oh. Um, that no, it didn't feel like a war. It just feels, I don't know what contrived. I guess it's not, it seems contrived to me. Like really, are people really whipped up by that? Well, I guess there were folks online whipped up about it because they were thinking one side was honing in on the other. But you know what? We're gonna honing we're gonna. In. Well, they were kind of hoarding in on their territory because, you know, the pipeline folks have been out there and then all of a sudden 1890 comes along and they put out a jerky and it's like, wait, we're competing for the same thing. Again, it's all silly, but we got free jerky out of it and that's the most important thing. We love this war. It's a great war. It's a great war. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like you know all the the weapons manufacturers. They brought doesn't matter who's in the war. They profit from the war. We're the weapons manufacturers. We're profiting from the war. Yay, war! Interesting comparison. <laughs> Very interesting. We're comparison. fighting this with peppered jerky. That's what we're fighting this war with. Peppered jerky. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, yeah, it was a thing. We talked about it today. I think we're talking about it tomorrow, which signifies what? It is. We're in the throes of February, apparently. Hey, Sip, before I let you go, Sean texts in. He says, have you guys and Sip had your lunch yet? May I oh, suggest God, no. per- May I suggest Perkins? I would I would embrace Perkins. <laughs> I would I would embrace full bear hug. That's a good suggestion by Sean. All right. I haven't been to Perkins in years. It's been a, it's That'd been be a long time. I mean, I know there's the one off the interstate on 27th. Yes, just went there the other night. It was glorious. <laughs> it's a nice one, too. Yeah, it's a new one. Uh, we used to have, there used to be the one down the street from KLIN. Uh, I, I once in a great while would eat there, but. Mm. What? Where was that? Where was that? 48, 48 oh, yeah, to know. Right on 48. Yeah, where the Chick-fil-A is. It? It's a Chick-fil-A now, but it was a Perkins. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely was a Perkins. That's right. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Good call, John. All right. Well, we'll, we'll have to do Perkins then. I'd gladly do Perkins if that's what you want to do. No, I don't, but if that's what you well, want to we do. Well, we were going to do Applebee's before, Josh. Oh, that's right. You're shaking your nose at I thought Perkins. we were going somewhere with a margarita, not not Applebee's. Either one's fine. Okay. I'm sure Perkins does a great margarita. <laughs> I'm sure. No, they I'm don't. Sure it'll be I don't awesome. think they sell alcohol. Oh, darn. Oh, no. never mind. Chocolate <laughs> milk it is. <laughs> bye, Sipple. Bye, Sip. Bye, bye, bye. There he is, Steve Sipple, HuskerOnline.com. Yeah, we uh, didn't do that, did we? You didn't we? ask him about his wet threes. Oh, I forgot oh, to ask him about his wet his... jumper. Yeah, Will uh, texts in. Johnny says, my own personal grumball, Nebraska and Creighton will, will end up in the same bracket. Whoa. Well, if they're in the NCAA tournament, they will both be in the same bracket, yes. Oh, good. Boo. Mm. Throw fruit at John. Throw a tomato at his face. I have tomato. N- I have no idea. I, who knows? If I'm a Nebraska no, basketball fan, in though, yeah. uh, what do you want? Be more worried about the matchup than you are about the location. Oh, 100%. 100%. Matchup more important. If a, yes. if a better matchup means you end up in Pittsburgh, then embrace Pittsburgh. People yeah. love Pittsburgh. You want it's the better matchup. It's a great matchup. city, Nick. Oh, well, speaking of pirates. What about them? The Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah. That's pirates. Oh, you're just like, saying speaking of pirates. Yeah. I thought you were about to give us a baseball. See, not ball. all pirates. Yeah. Uh, Jed tweets in, I would never root for Davison to win at anything, but due to the stupid insanity, I'm rooting for Cornhead to win the jerky war. Mm. Interesting. Well, I have no rooting None of interest. Those words are in I the have Bible. no rooting interest. Both have been very generous to us. Uh, they have sent us their product. We're fair and balanced. And we are going to try to do the most fair, honest assessment possible, including a blind taste test, so we can't tell which one we're eating. And, right, and the best part is we're getting... Uh, two kinds of both. So the cornhead folks do hickory and uh, hot and spicy, and then the um, the uh, pipeline folks do yeah. a peppered and trying to remember what the second one was. Are we already? Could be. I'll look it up. Have we already been sullied on these because now we know the flavors? Oh, honey barbecue. Yeah, honey barbecue. Now we oh, know the flavors point, of Nick. each respective Well, brand. they're both basically the same. Wow. I mean, they're kind of the same. We'll be fine, Nick. Yeah, we're going to be fine. We're gonna be when fine. I get a spicy one, I'll be like, oh, I, I've already forgotten. I have to. Yeah, let's not say anything <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Yeah. I, think we will, I think we will treat this with the respect that it deserves. Okay. There we go. And give the Jerky Wars a solid winner. Mm-hmm. 
I have a feeling they're both going to be excellent in every respect. I just like jerky. I'm here for the jerky. I can't wait. I I'm looking too. forward to it. It should be a great day. All right. Coming up, we got to get to some college baseball with Josh. Yes. Wooden bats, rubber hats on 1620 The Zone. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.